we are going to start our meditation please find a comfortable posture keep your back straight chin up make sure how you maintain your posture is it comfortable you can observe it and adjust accordingly <clears throat> meditation is not a punishment and also it is not a job to do but anyway we are using the word we are doing meditation it's a lifestyle this is the time you are training your mind to live your life happily in everyday life take few deep long breaths and let go and relax your body and relax your mind please do it three times <coughs> experienced relaxation and peace feel harmony with your body feel close to yourself now send your loving thoughts towards yourself may i be well may i be happy <clears throat> may i be peaceful may i be well may i be happy may i be peaceful understand the meaning 
of each word <coughs> clearly and deeply, then repeat it to yourself. In the beginning of your meditation, we use words. Words are limited, yet powerful. Using these limited words in the beginning of your practice, we set our intention. Words are like a tool. May they be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually by names. My parents, grandparents, whether they are here in this world or not, we all have some memories with them. Memories are a big part of our lives. Therefore, based on those memories, still we have connection to them. We are connected to those experiences with them. Therefore, still we can practice loving-kindness for them. May they be well. May they be happy. May they be peaceful. You can visualize or imagine their smiling faces in front of you. They are right here, right now, with you. Your brothers and sisters, your children and grandchildren, may they be well. 
May they be happy. May they be peaceful. <clears throat> we all have difficult, challenging family members. I do, you do, we all do. How we are going to think of them this moment? Do you remember all the negativities they did? They were mean to you? They were rude to you? They were verbally abusive. Maybe they are not talking to you. As a meditation practitioner, as a person who is trying to focus on loving kindness, how do you think of those moments, those experiences, in this moment. This is how I am thinking. We all are human beings. We all do something wrong, something not accepting. Is it possible for you to forgive them? Forgiving is not forgetting. We all remember all those negativities. But we can forgive. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is Completely letting go without reservation. It doesn't mean we have to talk to them or we have to go and live with them. We have to take care of our own emotional challenges and difficulties with them. Having this wisdom in your mind, send your loving thoughts those negative, difficult family members or friends, whoever. May they be well. May they be happy. May they be peaceful. May no harm come to them. May no difficulties come to them. May they always find balance, joy, and spiritual success in their lives.
We all are brothers and sisters in one large family. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Different parts of the world, different countries, There are lots of people in this world right now. They are in misery. Some people are dying without food, without water, without medicine. I experienced it last few months with my travels. Look at your life. You are sitting with me here in this beautiful sanctuary with like-minded people, having good intentions in your mind, practicing loving-kindness and mindfulness. After this, you have a place to go, we call home. You have place to sleep. You have food to eat. You have basic necessities. You are safe this moment. Are you grateful for that? Having that gratefulness in your mind, send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. May they be free from suffering, May they be free from pain. May they be free from fear, animosity. May they be well. May they be happy. May they be peaceful. Now in this moment, your heart is full of loving-kindness, compassion about yourself and the world. Having these loving thoughts in your mind, now turn your attention 
to the subtle sensation of the breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. I call this practice loving mindfulness, loving awareness. Focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. You cannot breathe last moment. You cannot breathe the next moment. Only this moment, which we call present moment. If you are distracted by a thought or a feeling or a sensation, bring your attention back, back to the breath, present moment. Now bring your palms together close to your heart. What this means? 
bring your awareness inward, not outward. Another meaning is respect to your inner self and respect to others. Another meaning is letting go or surrender your ego. Be humble without being a doormat. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. <coughs> okay, let's do our chanting. <coughs> Today I am dedicating this chanting one of our beautiful practitioner, Chao, her birthday. So I am so grateful for you, Chao. So therefore, please receive our blessings. Let's chant. Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arhato Samma Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dhammang Saranang Gachami Sangang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sangang saranang gachami Tatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Tatiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Tatiyampi sangang saranang gachami Anicca vata sankara Uppad vaya dhammino 
उपजिवाजी तेसूपो सवेरा सवे सन्ता अभ्यापू सवे सन्ता अनीगा सवे सन्ता सुखिया परिहरंतु मनोपुंबंगमा मनोसेट्टा मनोमया मनसाचे पदुटेन भाषति तो नुखमेति चंकवाहतोपद मनोपुंबंगमा मनोसेट्टा मनोमया मन साचे पसन्न भाषति वो नुखमेति छायानपाइनी We believe
Okay, good morning everybody. Happy to see you all after long months. I remember right after um, Vesaka Day celebration, Buddha Day celebration, I left to uh, Europe. Then I was there more than three weeks. Then I went to Sri Lanka. It was a mess <laughs> there in Sri Lanka. Always when we have a difficult time, I'm always going home. <laughs> Even during the corona time, I was there twice. I did 28 days quarantine. <laughs> and so this summer, when I was in Sri Lanka, you all know we had lots of uh, unrest and financial crisis in the country. Um, it is very interesting. I saw long uh, gas lines, you know, miles away, miles away. And also some people are waiting like four days to fill their car. You know, they don't have bathrooms and washrooms to go and they don't have food to get. They cannot leave that spot and so then they misfill the gas. So I did lots of work and helping people, feeding them as much as I can, supporting from all the people around the world, um, people who learn from me. So then, during that time, I didn't travel much, and during this difficult time, like almost 15, 17 people were in Sri Lanka with me, and they have a blast. <laughs> and because, you know, people were thinking what we watch in the television, that's what everything in everywhere in the country, it is not. If something happened in the capital, it's not affecting to us here, right? You know, when you watch something on the news, not, don't believe everything, it is true. So when people were in Sri Lanka, they have, a, you know, like a six, seven people already drop. And so because of the, you know, you know, political unrest, however, lots of people were there. They had a really good time. And especially when the, you know, the foreigners are in the country, they have a priority. They can go to the front of the line and get the, you know, gas because they are helping the country come. So anyway, uh, you know, my personal things, I couldn't travel much because I was so mindful not to travel much um, because people are waiting, uh, you know, the days to get the gas. Uh, you know, I can go and get the gas easily being a monk because always we get that chance and opportunity, but I don't want to do that. Maybe my mind is more Americanized now. <laughs> I want to be in the light. And so anyway, therefore, I made the decision. For fun part, I don't want to travel, but anyway, I travel enough with the people. So one day, uh, my last group, when he, they were in Sri Lanka, I went to the Temple of Tooth. You know, some people already here who travel with me. And so that is the main icon uh, of our country. Whole culture built around this uh, Temple of Tooth of the Buddha. And so usually, personally, I, you know, I go there, but if I go by myself, I'm not interested. Why? Lots of people, lots of people, you know, you know, they are, you know, getting to each other and lot. And so this time when I was there, no people, no people, very few. Why? People cannot travel because of the gas issues. So now I was at the temple with my group. Then I go close to the, you know, the like a shrine area. So I saw a man, he's a city cleaner, cleaning the city. The way he dressed, because of his uniform, I recognize he's 
cleaning the city because I saw behind his vest, you know, the candy city. You know, that's what he's doing. But he has a book like this, very used, you know, maybe used 100 years. I can see it's like crumbling and, you know, very used book. And less people, he was keep praying and chanting loudly. There were like a 50 people, usually hundreds of people. There's a 50 people, it's, 50 is not big, you know, group there. He's chanting and chanting and chanting like at 6.30 in the morning. He doesn't care who is here it and, you know, who is around. And he's chanting. For me, it is very interesting. Then I was thinking, I was judging, right? Not condemning. <laughs> you know, that's why I said, please judge. Don't condemn, right? I was judging. Why I was judging, I want to understand about my own journey, about my own practice. Then I was thinking, this man is very faithful what he does. Maybe he's believing it. Then maybe he was chanting. I was there like almost 30-40 minutes. Even when I'm finishing my work there, still he's chanting. <laughs> but it is so loud. He's like his mid-40s. Then a couple of American people were there. They were asking, Bhante, what they are doing? I said, they are praying or chanting. Then people asking me, that is Buddhist practice? Then I said, no. <laughs> I said, no, but he is believing it. He is believing it. So, I don't know what is his wish, what is his thinking doing that. So then I was thinking to myself, when I was a young monk, there was a grandpa, early morning he is bringing some you know, the medicinal kind of soup for the monks. Early morning, four in the morning to the temple. We don't like it at all as a young monks. What this grandpa is doing, knocking the door, begging the door and asking young monks, hey little monks, wake up, wake up, I am here with food. <laughs> but we don't want. Why? We love to sleep. Right? And so anyway, one day I woke up you know, otherwise I'm in trouble. So I had to assist him. And so first portion of the food he has to offer to the Buddha. That's the tradition. So then I prepared for him, put the, you know, the, you know, the, you know, that medicinal, uh, you know, water into the glass. And then I make the tray, I gave it to him, go and offer to the Buddha. Then he went to the uh, Buddha statue, he offered it. Then he's chanting. Chanting and chanting and chanting, whole temple can hear it. So then he chanting in Pali the way we did today, and then he start to chant or say something like, you know, request from the our language called the Singhala language. I can understand what he's chanting. Then I was kind of listening to it. He's you know the asking the Buddha. Please, Buddha, protect my house. Please, Buddha, help my grandchildren. Please, Buddha, please, you know, help me to find a good job. Please, Buddha, I need money. He has a long list. 
he is asking for, from the Buddha. I was maybe uh, 13, 14 years old that time. I was thinking, what's wrong with this man? This statue, this concrete or whatever material we build, does Buddha hear this? That Buddha get up and give him some donation? <laughs> or go and watching his house? Or buy him food? So then I was thinking that day, you know, that man also, I have those experiences. I was thinking, if something going wrong, if something going wrong, what will happen to this person? That what question arises in my mind. If he is really believing, that's why I said I was judging, I was trying to understand about my own practice, that's why I am talking about it. Is something going wrong according to his wish, whatever he is resisting from the Buddha, if he didn't get it, what will happen to this man? What do you think? Suffering. Disappointing. When I was in Australia, there was a young man, you know, the lady, you know, the you know, Australian lady coming to meditation. Then one day she said, Bande, I met a Sri Lankan man, you know, like a young man. Uh, he's studying, he just finished his PhD. And um, I asked him to let's go to the temple. He said uh, he's Buddhist. But he was rejecting that. I don't want to go to the temple. I asked why. Then she said, I don't know, he's, he's not interested. Then I said to her, tell him, in the temple we have lots of Sri Lankan food. <laughs> I made the trick, right? Next day, when she came to meditation, he came. <laughs> because everybody missed food, right? And so then I asked him, he's from same area, well-known family in that area. I know the family. Uh, because that's a well-known name. So then I asked him, why you are not interested to come to the temple? I don't believe it anymore. I said, what? Tell me why. So I'm coming from this family background. That means they are very Buddhist, unique Buddhist family. right? Maybe 2,000 years old, that their family name. So Bhante, when I come to Australia to study, because I raised in a Buddhist family, Buddhist background, always at the temple. My mother was so excited, I'm going for my PhD program. She gave me a Buddha statue. She gave me a chanting book. She gave me the bracelets and all the, the incense, all the holy item. My mother gave it to me and said, Dear son, after you go there, every morning, please chant, please burn the incense, please offer the flowers to the Buddha, and then you will be fine. You are protected. Because that's how my upbringing. What Bhante I did every morning and every evening, I did those things for the Buddha. So then I passed my PhD. I did really well. Then I found my first job. After having my first job, then I'm making good money. I thought I want to buy a house because I have a girlfriend now in Sri Lanka. I want to bring her here. So after buying a house, I furnish it and everything is okay for my girlfriend is coming and one day when I come home after work somebody breaking the window going inside my house stole everything I was so upset then I was thinking my mother said when I pray when I chant 
when I bow to the Buddha, when I burn so many thousands of incense, you are well protected. I was mad, I was angry, what I did, I grabbed the Buddha statue from the head, put into the cardboard box, I kicked under the bed. I don't care about this statue anymore, he is not helping me, he is not supporting me. Now I am asking, what's wrong? What's wrong? Then I was thinking, this is my second language, you can help me a little bit. People have faith. What is faith for you? This morning, I checked the dictionary. <laughs> what is faith? This is what dictionary says. Complete trust about a person or something or somebody. Complete trust about a person or something. Now what? Do you believe that? Third? What do you think? Okay. Sometime I don't. <laughs> Be honest. Do you think, can you give complete trust to somebody? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because I cannot trust somebody completely. Somebody asked me to give a talk about trust. <laughs> when I was traveling in the cruise line and teaching in South America, and um, one morning somebody asked, "Give us a talk about trust." I don't know what I was talking about that day. I remember the how I, you know, the finish and summarize my talk. I said, trust, don't trust. <laughs> so that's how I'm practicing my trust. Sometimes I have to trust. Otherwise, I cannot exist in this world and work with people. But same time, I have to remember we are imperfect human beings. Therefore, be careful. Now think about when we are trusting somebody 100%. I had the faith on you. What happened in your whole life? What happened? Huh? Then? Then what happened? Sad and disappointed. Then when you, are, when you say, I'm disappointed, what is happening? That means you are completely, 100%, you are angry. So, this is how I understand. You can be against to this. So, therefore, whatever word, it doesn't matter faith or confidence, right? It doesn't matter. First, we all have to trust my own heart. If you are trusting your own heart, you are not disappointed. So, you know, you have to be faithful to yourself. So, confidence with yourself. So, in the Buddhist teaching, we have a word in Pali, is called Sadha. 
in the beginning when i am doing a sutra study i can remember tad is there it was all you know before we get this building sutra study happening in my little apartment in crystal lake right everybody come into the temple to my you know crystal lake i had to push the other furniture and everything and then one day i was talking about you know one sutra it says about the faith i said shraddha it means faith then i cannot remember who is the person somebody said i maybe jason you were there and somebody said i don't like that word you know i don't like that word because what i know about the english word then i later i get into the language more and more i try to process it this is the word i am using now for the instead of faith i use the word confidence confidence i believe my own practice confidence is coming to me not because of other person this makes sense confidence is not coming to you because of the god or the buddha or your you know your son or your daughter or your husband confidence is coming with your inner revolution inner practice inner development so when you get into that confidence even this whole world going upside down you are not shaking i call unshaken mind when you have a real deep self confidence with your own practice you can say everyday life oh i am confident about it but maybe later you are not <laughs> but when you really go inward and figuring out that confidence is not shaking so two weeks ago my mother had the little heart attack and she is turning into 80 and she was hospitalized after she hospitalized i was there every day and you know helping her taking care of her and uh, she's so happy because i am there and because she was highlighting because buddhist monk is there you know she feel like a plus right <laughs> and uh, because everybody is respecting to me then she get more attention <laughs> so anyway then doctors after doing all the test they gave me information her heart should working like a 45% to have a good heart now her heart you know is 35 that means her age if she get another heart attack she is not going to handle it that means bante you have to prepare i don't know when is going to happen one day it will happen then my sister was devastated so then my nephew is there when we get the news i was there i don't know how i handle it i maintain myself really well then we three came out still she is in the hospital my sister said to me when you hear this you didn't react how do you feel about it i am really sad now mad and upset and everything she is a regular normal human being right then she said something wrong with you i think <laughs> now she is telling me 
I feel something wrong with you. You don't feel sad now next few days you are leaving. You don't feel sad because of this big news. I said, I love to be sad. I love to be sad if they can find the perfect solution for my mother. <laughs> so she didn't get it. She didn't get it. Then she wants to be sad. I said, sister, if you want to be sad, which is okay, don't compare me and you. Your sadness is totally fine. That means you are beautiful, wonderful human being. Because I'm not really sad and emotional and not reacting upon that incident. Don't think I don't have emotions. I do have emotions. I see it, I feel it, but I don't want to react and be sad. Then she asked me, now we both are in the car, then she is asking me, explain to me more. Explain to me more. Then I said, do you think we can keep our mother forever? Now she is 80. She said, no, one day she has to die. So that is the news then. I said, that's it. Then she asked me, how do you get into that kind of mindset? I said, this is my answer. I said, confidence about my own practice. One day, if my mother passed, definitely you will see, I will cry. I will be sad, maybe a few days. But after two days, I will be fine. Because my father passed away a year ago. I have memories. But every time when we talk about him, everybody is sad. My nieces and everybody, oh, we miss a grandpa and you know. The, so, but I am not. Every time when they are sad, I am always telling, I am very happy for my father. Why? He had the good life, he passed away. So, what I am trying to tell you, when you are really deeply understand your inner deeper practice, that is the real deep faith about your own journey, your inner practice is a real confidence about your practice. So can you get into that place? Last thing, when you come to that mindset, still we are living in this distracted, difficult world, what they think about that person. Now think about you are totally not distracted, you are handling really well, you are happy, you are smiling, happy situation, unhappy situation, you maintain yourself so well. Now world sees you th that way. Then what world thinks about you? Regular people? Huh? Something wrong with this man. So many people said to me, we feel something wrong with this person because you don't feel or believe what other people believe. Because everybody wants to be normal. Normal means what everybody is doing. But real confidence person is not normal. What I call, he is super normal. <laughs> right? We cannot use that person as a normal person, he is super normal above those normal levels, but we are still in the normal world, but above. Then we all tell that person is crazy and cuckoo. So when we have 
full confidence or faith about your own spiritual inner self, when whole world is telling you are crazy, can you handle it? <laughs> That's my last question. Can you handle it? If you can, that means your confidence is true. If you cannot handle it, your confidence is not real. His confidence is real. My last story, then done. Okay? It's a made-up story. There was a beautiful city. Beautiful. People are very happy. One night, there was a divine being appeared in a dream to a young man and said, I need your help. Tomorrow morning, can you make an announcement to this village? Then he asked, what can I do? So early morning, before 6.30, wake up and go and announce to the village, don't drink well water. If they do, they get crazy and cuckoo. Then that young boy said, oh, I can do it. What he did, playing video games, he was falling asleep. He couldn't wake up 6.30. He woke up 7. Anyway, he was thinking, I'm going to try it. He ran to the village, people start their day, they are doing well, they use the well water, and everything is okay, but he can see everybody is crazy. Everybody is acting funny, talking funny, and doing funny, smiling funny. Then he said, you know what happened last night? Divine being said this, I couldn't come on time, you all are crazy, you use well water, I'm sorry, you are crazy, look grandma how you are talking, so funny to me. Now all the hundreds of people are crazy now, except him. Then he's tried to convince, you all are crazy, you all are crazy. Do you think you all believe it? No. Then what said all the hundreds of people? What's wrong with you? You are crazy. You are the problem. Now hundreds of people telling him, you are crazy, you are crazy, you are crazy. Now he had two options. One is be strong and handle it. Other one, drink some water. What he did, he drink some water. Become crazy. So what I am telling you, the wisdom from this story, if somebody come to me, now all these hundred people come to me and said, Bhante, you are crazy, you are not good Buddhist monk, you are so stupid or something like that, I just smiled. Because I feel totally confident about my own journey. I was teaching uh, meditation the other day in the Garlands in uh, Barrington. Then they asked me, are you having any doubts about your monk life? I said, not at all. 100% I'm happy in this journey. No doubts about it. That means my journey is very clear in this path because nobody coming to me and say this and that, nobody cannot change it. That's what I call the confidence. Therefore, doing all those outside things, chanting, flowers and offerings and asking the Buddha or the God, I feel doesn't help. Doesn't help. If you are interested to do it, please do. <laughs> but that's not my thing. My thing is not going outward, going inward. So if you are going inward, I can one day die peacefully. Otherwise, we get angry with everybody. You think that's enough wisdom for you today? <laughs> you know, this is what I'm going to say. 
If you feel good about it, take it. If you don't like it, leave it. That's totally fine. That's totally up to you. Okay, everybody, thank you so much. Tessa, please come. Let's say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Let's say happy birthday. Let's say happy birthday. Yes, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear child. Happy birthday to you. I want to say one word because I don't want to say things after person gone. Right? Chavo came to the temple maybe a few years ago. I don't know her commitment to the temple. It is a beyond our expectations. Especially how she is treating for the monks and supporting them. I feel she is doing my job. Actually, she's very concerned about what, you know, monks are not really big pay or something. They need things and personal things. She's always concerned what monks need. Always, every day. I don't know, sometimes she cook for 10 days for me. <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes I'm sharing with people, we are so grateful to you because I want to tell you in front of all the people. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs>